People of the world, welcome to What the Funcast, episode 131, recorded and released today, Tuesday, November 30th, the last day of November. Can you even believe it? Tomorrow is December. Tomorrow's Christmas. And I can then, get to finally open, um, my roommate got me this advent calendar. Sorry, introduce yourself. Oh let's, my gosh! Let's go Wait over a second. that first. We got, we got Cooper an advent calendar. I forgot. That's tomorrow. <laughs> That's so exciting. Yes, but also introduce yourself. We didn't get to that part. I'm pa- I cut you off. I'm Paul. Nice to meet y'all. And this is Ahmed. Yes. Nice to meet you, Ahmed. Um, yes, I'm very so, excited for your advent calendar. Yes, what kind of advent calendar, calendar is it? Um, my roommate got it. It's from, well, his mom got it for him and sent it to us. And there's like a... He, that a is good it's, ass yeah, chocolate. It's like the Milka, like European yep. from Germany, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, it's. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting mm-hmm. yep. with bated breath since like the beginning of November to open this. Yes, that's awesome. So that is very. I'm very excited for you. I'm very excited for you. I'm very excited for Peppa Pig. Everyone is winning tonight. Uh, it's the last day of the month. All right. So without further ado, we've got a little audience here on Twitch. We've got a big announcement to make, and we're excited to share it. How, how do you want to do this? Should we just like blurt it out? Should we save it? Should to we the like? End? Kind of like on, on, you know, on like when you're watching the news, they're like biggest story of the night, and then they like talk about like the corner <laughs> store and this and like and they sell this other news and like when we're back, the biggest news. I think we should say okay. All right, you'll never believe what Ahmed and Paul have to announce. More at ten. Um, all right, let's we'll save it for the end then. That's cool. I mean, most of the people that are in the stream here, I think, are gonna pretty much be here for the entire yeah. time. And so, it's not um, like there's a lot of news to go over anyway, so we'll be we'll get to the end quickly. <laughs> Yes, we're yes, not we friends. Will. So, yes, fear not. Um, all right, so let's let's jump into it. So, what have you been up to, Ahmed? Tell us, share the good news. Um, I was looking back. I was like, wow. Hold on, wait getting... a second. Actually, I looked at I looked at what you did here, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, I know why you did all these things. Like the second half of your little stuff. Whatever. Just go ahead. Tell us. <laughs> what do you mean? What? Yeah. Right. Anyways, um, I was looking. I was thinking back the t- past two weeks. Like, what games have I played? And I really haven't played much, and that's because. We had, you know, we did a little Friendsgiving one weekend, and then I was at my sister's for Thanksgiving weekend, so I wasn't really home to play many games. Um, but I did take advantage of uh, Game Pass on my phone, and I played a lot of Forza Horizon 5, which I think is probably the best use case for Game Pass, like xCloud in general, um, just because racing games don't require, like, split-second decision-making. I mean, some might argue that they would. Oh, thanks, Nuge. No, you did not miss the big announcement. It's coming at the end. Um, but uh, we... Um, Oh, I was saying uh, racing games that require, like, split-second reaction times, like, playing an FPS or something like would. So it, it works really well with, like, the tiny bit of latency that you get with xCloud. Um, so I get to play a lot of it, or a lot of that on my phone, um, along with just Animal Crossing in general. Um, come next, come tomorrow, literally in, like, three hours, I'll be able to catch my last fish because I realized that I didn't catch every single fish in the game, as I thought. I didn't donate them all. Um, so I'm going to donate the last fish tomorrow. And then I'll be all, all done with that, and then I can, you know, continue to make people's houses and happy home paradise. Oh um, gosh. But besides Ridiculous. that, I did. So last night I meant to stream Uncharted, um, but by the time I like got done with work and got done cooking and eating and showering, talked to my mom and blah blah blah, it was like nine thirty. I'm like, well, I'm not going to start streaming now. Um, so instead, I booted up Ghost of Tsushima, which I uh, bought the PS5 upgrade for. Um, so I like I had previously started it, but I didn't get past anything like i literally played like the first 10 minutes and i was like okay this is great so i just restarted everything and started from the beginning um and i'm really enjoying it so far i did like a good three or four hour session last night and i am highly highly into it um so i will probably be keep 
probably keep playing that for the foreseeable future, um, in addition to like Forza and whatnot, depending on the mood. Uh, maybe I'll stream it from time to time, who knows. Um, but besides games, I did get to watch a lot of movies while I was at my sister's uh, over Thanksgiving. So I guess this is what Paul's yeah writing about, but this is genuine. <laughs> <laughs> so I realized that I had literally never seen the movie Lilo and Stitch. Like, I don't even know how that's real. Like, I don't know how it's movies? real either, but I've never seen it. Like, I, I know of it. I know everything about, like, the, well, I thought I knew everything about it. I was like, oh, yeah, it's an alien, and the FBI comes, tries to catch him or whatever. That's, like, kind of what, what it is. But I'd never seen it. I watched it for the first time. Of course, I loved it. It's a great movie. Yeah, I know. It's blasphemy. Nuge, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but whatever. I watched it. We're good now. Um, and on the streak of watching movies I'd never seen, I realized that I'd also, like, never seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, the original Indiana Jones movie. So I was like, you know what? Maybe it's time to watch this now. Considering, like, I know I would love it because, I don't know, I'm into, like, Nathan Drake and whatnot, like, Uncharted series. So why not Indiana Jones? That's probably what it's based off of. Um, so I watched it. Of course, I love that as well. Um, was kind of annoyed that I hadn't watched it up until this moment, but we're here now, and that's it. Yeah, that is like <laughs> that is peak Harrison Ford. Yes. No, it was an excellent movie. I can't wait to watch the the other two. Um, apparently, someone on Twitter told me that the fourth one doesn't exist. Just don't pretend it doesn't pretend it didn't happen. And I'm like, it can't Shia, be that yeah, bad. Shia. Shia LaBeouf is in it. It's not that bad, but like, it, it's just... Yeah, I'm sure it'll be disappointing, but like, it's fine. Whatever, I'll give it a chance. And then there's a, the 15 in Indiana Jones movies in development. Who knows what that'll be like. Yeah. Um, besides that, uh, we watched kind of in passing just as we were eating dinner and whatnot, the Simpsons movie and Princess and the Frog. Um, and then we also watched this movie on Hulu. It's like a thriller called Coherence. Um, it was recommended by my nephew, uh, who's in our Discord. But it's called Coherence, and it was wild. Like, I was not expecting it to be as good as it was. Um, it was very mind-twisty. Like, it wasn't a horror movie, but it was very... It was a thriller. It's really good. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, so Interesting. Would recommend. Um, a, lot, yeah. a lot of quality movies here. Yep, yep. A lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. Princess I'm, and I'm the Frog impressed. is an excellent, excellent film. Oh, Princess and the Frog is such a good movie. Like, I think that yeah. is probably one of the more underrated recent movies Absolutely. that Disney's made. And the fact that it's all, like, hand-drawn uh, animation, not so yeah. much 3D animation. It's the last hand-drawn one that they did, right? Yes, yeah. as far as I know. As far as, I like, remember. feature yes. films, yeah. Uh, Splash Mountain, speaking of which, Splash Mountain officially closes January 10th. Ooh, dang. It's yeah. really happening, huh? Which one? Really Disney happening. World or Disneyland, or both? I want to say both, but I might be wrong. Ryan mm. probably knows... Ryan, fact check me. Probably does. I don't know. Um, but cool. So what have you been doing besides so, Black Friday shenanigans? Uh, we finished Ted Lasso, and that show is so good. Mm. Um, there's two two seasons. We finished second season, and it was just really entertaining. It's a feel-good show. It's funny. Um, it was it was really good. Uh, oh, Ryan says Disneyland. Anyways, oh, I was okay. uh, hornswoggled. I thought it was Disney World. Um we finished Ted Lasso. Uh, what other stuff do we watch? I think we've watched the Santa Claus one, two, and three, probably close to like four hundred times in the last two weeks. Like <laughs> Lauren has had it on, like as just like background noise, and every time I look, there he is again, Tim Allen on my screen. Um, but yeah, so which is fine. They're great movies, uh, except for the third one. The third one's weird with the whole Jack Frost thing or whatever. I don't know. I'm not a fan. Was but that, that's okay. Was like Martin Short or whatever. Uh yes. Mm. Um. And then we watched Home Alone 1 last night. We had Home Alone 2 on. Um, we've had a lot of, like, random movies on. Like, I think we put on Finding Nemo once. Like, just as background noise. Like, yeah. as we're hanging out at home or whatever. 
Um, but I feel like we've watched a lot of stuff. Jurassic World, Jurassic World 2, like a lot of just movies that we don't have to like sink our teeth into and pay attention to, mm. but are like good enough that it's like, oh, I'm going to sit down and watch this one part. Um, but yeah, so it was, uh, it's been good. We've been watching stuff and then playing stuff. Um, Logan and I have been playing more Halo Infinite, which is fantastic. Like, I cannot stress enough how happy i am with this game and the multiplayer portion like mm. it, it scratches the itch um it is it's just it's so much fun um death loop i started death loop and i'm not i'm not far into it but like i can tell it's not a game for me i don't think but i'm really gonna try to like just give it a fair chance mm. so i'm not very far in it um i'm kind of like stuck if i remember correctly and i kind of like just stopped playing for a little bit um but i got that as part of the black friday sales um i got guardians of the galaxy on xbox uh which was really nice so like some of the stores started price matching the digital copies of the game for like the black friday price like walmart had guardians of the galaxy for 25 bucks uh digitally so Mm -hmm. i got that and i am really surprised at that game like very pleasantly surprised it's got a certain level of charm that's similar to the movie but different and the characters have their own character to them like it's not like i look at star wars and I'm, I'm not like oh it's not chris pratt i want nothing to do with him um and i look you know some of the other characters as well it's it's like they're their own character and they're still funny in their own way different from the movie but similar enough that you're like used to it yeah. um so really surprised by that i'm on chapter i think three um so it was really fun so far i'm gonna play through that some more uh, what else did I play? I feel like I played something else. It sounds like they, um, in terms of, for Guardians, it sounds like kind of like Spider-Man PS4. Like, it's different than the movie Spider-Man, but, like, still has its, like, the same kind of, it's still Peter Parker, different voice actor, whatever, but, like, it's still right. kind of the same energy. I'd say if you're looking at, like, the scales, I'd say Spider-Man PS4 is probably, like, unbelievably better, <laughs> I'm sure, but, uh, because yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy game still has that level of, like, jank that the Avengers game has, where it's, mm. like, the movement just isn't as fluid with like as spider-man is and stuff like that but that's okay it's different but it's you know it's fun um what else like i mentioned in the pre-stream here uh, i bought peppa pig because um (laughs) the the discord asked for it so i have to find some time to stream that i figured during the holidays probably not the best because everyone's traveling asked for it he says as he was basically already had it in his cart no, let me rephrase that. I asked if anybody would watch if I stream Peppa Pig, and the Discord was like, yes. So here we are. Uh, thank you for starting the hype train. It brought you Peppa Pig. Um, Literally. What else? Uh, I played some Switch stuff that's not coming to mind. What the hell did I play on Switch? I played 1-2-Switch, actually, with my niece for a little bit. Like, I forgot how fun that game could be. Like, it's stupid. Like, it's very silly and basic, but it could be fun when you go back to it after a few years. Yeah, yeah, it can be. It can be fun. Um, I don't know. That game, that game was interesting. I had, like, it's it's weird fun. It's not, like, Wii, like Wii Sports fun. Yeah. It's, like, different fun. Yeah, like, but we that's were okay. just basically, like, sitting there bored on Saturday, and we're like, ooh, let's play this telephone game, where you have to, like, reach for the telephone and pick it up. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's like a way to pass the I time. I hear you. Yeah. I'm proud of you, Carla. Thank you for charging your Switch. Um, <laughs> I also bought Ghost of Tsushima, like you mentioned before. I got that digitally on PlayStation um, I got some other like little odds and ends on uh, on Switch and stuff like nothing too crazy, um, yeah, nothing too crazy. Some some indie games that I've been meaning to pick up that were on sale, so I got those. Yeah. Hopefully, play those. 
Um, but yeah, so all right, nice. let's jump into the news. We're ever closer to the announcement, uh, but let's jump into the entertainment news. Ahmed, I'm not even going to pretend like I'm going to take this one from you. Take it away. <laughs> it's really okay. You could if you wanted. I would have been mad, but it's fine. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, actually, I will take it. Th- no, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Um, good news. Tom Holland is not going nowhere. Uh, this one is fresh off the press as of yesterday, coming from The Verge. Spider-Man Nowhere, uh, No Way Home is set to wrap up the current trilogy of Marvel Cinematic Universe Spider-Man movies soon, but Tom Holland's incar- incarnation of the web-slinging hero isn't hanging up his suit just yet. Sony producer Amy Pascal has confirmed in an interview with Fandango that... Ho- with Fandango? They still exist? Um, <laughs> that Holland will return for a future trilogy of Spider-Man movies that will continue to be set in the MCU. This is, uh, quote, this is not the last movie that we are going to make with Marvel, uh, the last Spider-Man movie. We are going, or we are getting ready to make the next Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland and Marvel. It just isn't a part of dot, dot, dot. We're thinking of this as three films, and now we're going on to the next three. This is not the last of our MCU movies. Marvel and Sony are going to keep going together as partners, she added. Um, so the Virgin continues saying, uh, it may seem obvious that Holland starring Spider-Man movies would be on the way, um. But obviously, there's the whole weird licensing deal between how you know Disney owns every MCU hero except for Spider-Man, for which Sony owns the rights um, that they bought way back in 1998. Um, so it was the whole agreement that between uh, Disney and Sony that lets them use the character. So it wasn't necessarily a given that this was going to happen. So this is a pretty big announcement and exciting one because I think Tom Holland's Spider-Man is <laughs> personally my favorite of the three. Um, I have my own biases towards the other ones, you know, I don't know. I think, I think Andrew Garfield is the best Peter Parker and I think Toby is the best Spider-Man, but I think Tom Holland is the best of both worlds, but that's just me. Anyways. You're wrong about Tobey Maguire, but okay. You don't think he's the best, like, suited up Spider-Man? No. Mm, Interesting. Okay. I'm sorry. I regret to inform you. Sorry, yes, thank you, Carla. I I am coughing and dying on you. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I saw you. I thought fine. you were laughing, and I was like, oh, he's coughing. <clears throat> no, I am. Continue. It is like a wicked cough. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, I took one sip of water, and it's like, cough, activated. And that was the end of that. Um, oh, no. But, yeah, so on this, right, like, imagine being Sony. Investing in Spider-Man 1998 is like investing in Apple or Amazon, like, 20 years ago. And they're Truly. like, yo, we got money now. Speaking of which, we bought uh, we bought Venom on demand, so we're gonna Ooh. or Venom two, so we're finally gonna watch that. Nice. Um, since we missed it in the theaters, that movie is so ridiculous, and yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's wild. I trust you, but yes, yes. super exciting. Not surprising. Um, I think that the Spider Man universe has a lot to offer, especially with respect to the MCU films or MCU yes. in general. Yep, yep, yep. Very exciting stuff. Um, all right, cool. Shifting gears into hot news gaming. As we said, we have very little news, so we only got two topics here, and then we can jump into the big announcement. So, Paul, take it away. Oh, I, as much as I really don't want to even talk about this, because I'm I mean, tired of talking about it. Do you want it. me to take this uh, one? No, I can take it. It's fine. Okay. So, the Activision Blizzard drama, we talked about it last episode, um, and now, really, Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft are all criticizing Activision Blizzard, which is good, because they should be criticized for being idiots. Uh, so Nintendo, uh, Doug Bowser made a comment uh, through email. Uh, this one comes from Fanbyte, who states, an email sent by Nintendo of America President Doug Bowser sent on Friday, November 19th, addresses the Activision Blizzard report. The email went out to all levels of Nintendo of America, including internal development houses like Retro Studios and the newly acquired Next Level Games. 
Uh, quote, along with all of you, I've been following the latest developments with Activision Blizzard and the ongoing reports of sexual harassment and toxicity at the company. Bowser begins, quote, I find these accounts distressing and disturbing. They run counter to my values as well as Nintendo's beliefs, values, and policies. Without detail, Bowser also says representatives at Nintendo have been, quote, in contact with Activision, have taken action, and are assessing others. It is not entirely clear what actions Bowser is referring to here or which ones they are still leaving on the table. Moving into the Sony side of things, uh, this one comes from Engadget, who reports that Ryan, uh, Jim Ryan, that is, uh, linked Sony employees to the report and said that he was, quote, disheartened and frankly stunned to read the journal's findings. We, uh, quote, we outreached to M uh, Activision immediately after the article was published to express our deep concern and to ask how they plan to address the claims made in the article. Ryan says in the message, we do not believe their statements of response properly addresses the situation. So, um, which is... Not good for Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Um, and then Microsoft, um, you know, fan favorite Phil Spencer here, uh, told his staff, this comes from The Verge, uh, told his staff that he was, quote, disturbed and deeply troubled by the horrific events and actions at Activision Blizzard and that Microsoft is, quote, evaluating all aspects of our relationship with Activision Blizzard and making ongoing proactive adjustments as a result. So, literally... Yeah, like in response to the article, Bobby Kotick was like, mm, "We're fine. We're we're gonna do our best." And everyone's like, "Uh, no." Yeah, yeah. So I mean, literally, uh, get fucked, right? Like, I mean, that, that, there's no there's no other way to put it. Yeah, is 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 what it comes down to. I'm like sitting here. I'm like, oh, should I say it? Should I say it? Whatever. I'm gonna say it. Children, cover your ears. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, that's what it comes down to, right? It's unfortunate that they let this go on, and now they should they should feel the pain for it. So. Obviously, Activision, um, big game for this year, Call of Duty Vanguard. Um, Blizzard has, I think, Overwatch and Diablo 4 have been temporarily like put on hold. Um, that studio is just in turmoil. Uh, well, not turmoil. Turmoil is not a good way to put it. It's in disarray right now because you've got yeah. all these allegations that are coming out. Not even allegations, reports. They're not even allegations. It's stuff that happened, yeah. not stuff that's being alleged. Um, it's stuff that happened, and it's unfortunate that the people at Blizzard decided to feed into it as opposed to do something about it. So, yeah, Bobby Kotick is uh, – I wouldn't be surprised if he would be uh, – did he step down? No, he didn't step down, He didn't right? step down. He was like, I will – he said specifically, I will leave if I find that I can't change things. But, like, the issue is him. Like, he is also responsible for some of these things happening. Like, it's not just – Remember the whole Penn State thing? I forgot what yep. the names of the people, but like how the one coach that was Jim like Sandusky, yeah, and like the the one the director athletic I don't even remember like someone knew about everything that was happening and didn't do anything about it and like protected him. That's Bobby Kotick. He's like he knew what was happening and didn't do anything. Right. And then he's the right. one that's like I can fix this. Like no, you were the cause. Like all well, of this so happened under your purview. Right. If memory serves me right, and if someone's a diehard Penn State fan, please keep me honest here. Well, keep me honest regardless, but if I remember correctly, it was like the assistant coach, but the coach knew about it or something like that, but then the coach yeah. died, and the coach was like, you know, heralded as this, you know, a great coach and everything, and his legacy was tarnished because of that to some extent, right? So yeah. it's it's unfortunate because, you know, just do the right thing. It's, it's not, I mean, I say it's not hard. I'd imagine it's probably difficult when you're in a position like that, like to go and be like, "Hey, like, 
dismantle the team and all the coaches or whatever it might be or whatever because you know they're doing something wrong and i'm sure that people like turn a blind eye because it's like they're in a position of stature where they're adding value to the product or whatever it might be right but that's at the end of the day you should have to be a reasonable human being so i just typed in bobby kotick and looked up news so five hours ago blizzard's jessica gonzalez resigns uh addresses bobby kotick for refusing accountability that comes from mmorpg.com um, and who I don't she? know who's Jessica Gonzalez is a senior test analyst. Okay. So then there's another article here from comicbook.com. Blizzard senior test analyst says products will suffer if Bobby Kotick is not removed. Um, they already yeah, are so suffering, if we're being honest. But yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they are, right? Like, I mean, putting Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2, perhaps your largest games that you have in the pipeline, on hold indefinitely, uh, that's a problem. Like, if you can't push those games out and convince people that hey we're not a shit company buy our games there's going to be you know they're they're not going to you know be able to hold up yep. granted they've got a ton of money activision's got a boatload of money from all the call of duty games but that, that doesn't matter right like there's i don't know it'll uh i don't know yahoo finance put an article out six days ago activision blizzard ceo bobby kotick needs to resign right now um there's a there's a lot of yeah a lot of stuff out there so yeah um oh Shareholder group asked to remove Bobby Kotick from Coca-Cola board. That's Yahoo Finance nine hours ago. So yeah, so things are happening. Even though this is not like this is like almost two weeks ago at this point. Wait, news. so he's the CEO of Activision Blizzard and also on the board of Coca-Cola. Yeah, that happens with some of the CEOs. They like get asked to be on the board. Um, I guess to provide companies. like CEO like insight. I guess, but right, it's not even like oh, let me give you insight based on video games. Like, give me insight based on being a CEO. Yeah, like I think like. Uh, Bob Iger is on like the board for Apple, I think. Like, like, like weird stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, interesting. Yeah. So interesting. Um, interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully, I I hope that they can figure out a way to get it right and get back on their feet in a manner that is acceptable to the public for what they've done. But, yeah. Because like, not all the employees at the company are terrible. Um, I mean, all the ones that walked out, you can probably assume that they, you know, have good morals. So. Right. I would like to see the company, you know, get back into a good standing. Yes. Sure. All right. Let's see if they could do it. Let's see. Next up, final news item for our big announcement. Uh, Multiverses was announced, um, which is a game that I had no idea. I don't think anyone had any idea that this was even a thing um, or expected it. But this one comes from IGN. Uh, quote, Warner Brothers has officially announced Multiverses, a Super Smash Bros-like fighter developed by Player First Games that brings together characters from shows like... Wow. Shows like Scooby-Doo, Adventure Time, <laughs> Looney Tunes, and even Game of Thrones. Uh, it's set to release in 2022 for consoles and PC and will be free to play. Um, so basically, this is another Smash clone that is, in all honesty, likely, if not doomed to fail, but we'll see. Maybe this will be the one that turns the tide. Um, Multiverses will support 1v1, 2v2, and 4-player free-for-all matches set on stage esteemed around characters available in the game, including the Batcave, Jake and Finn's Tree Fort, uh, and Drake and Finn's Tree Fort, sorry. Uh, an incomplete roster has already been revealed, with more to be announced, and each one will be voiced by their original acting talent. So far, character include or characters include Batman, Superwoman, or wow, Batman, Superman, ah! Wonder Woman. I mixed up Superman and Wonder Woman. <laughs> Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Harley Quinn, uh, Shaggy from Scooby Doo, voiced by Matthew Lillard. That's exciting. Bugs Bunny, Arya Stark, voiced by Maisie Williams. Like again, they're all using their original voice talent. Jake the Dog, Finn the Human, Steven Universe. Uh, Garnet from Steven Universe, Tom and Jerry, and an original character named Rain Dog. I don't know who that is. Um, 
And yeah, each character will have a unique ability set that has been designed to pair dynamically with other characters. Customization comes via perk loadouts, allowing for some gameplay variety, uh, and there are naturally also skins for each character to allow for some visual expression uh, and emotes. So, I don't know, kind of interesting. We'll see. Yeah, so I, here, here's my two cents on that, right? So I think that uh, I think it is very interesting. I think that there's a chance that it does well because it's free to play. Like I could see it with a younger audience uh, being like a, an easy pick up and play, fun Smash Brothers knockoff that's free, right? So yeah. maybe you pay for extra characters, whatever that looks like. So um, I think that it'll be popular because if you look at like Nickelodeon All Stars or whatever the game is called that just came out. That's been pretty popular. It's been heavily discounted on like Black Friday and stuff too, yeah. but it's been Has pretty it been popular. popular. Really, I, I'm pretty sure it's been popular. But one of the biggest things was that the characters weren't voiced. I don't think there yeah. were no voices from the characters, which is very funny. That they're like, "Hey, here's the entire roster and everyone that's uh, voicing <laughs> these characters," which, if I'm not mistaken, is everyone that should be voicing them, with the exception of like yeah. maybe Harley Quinn. I'm not sure if that's like. Her animated voice, or, or what that deal is. But, I think they're the animated um, voices because I don't know who Kevin yeah. Conroy is for Batman. I'm assuming that's like the animated Batman. Um, yeah, his name rings a bell. Yeah, but like based on the announcement trailer, like it looks like it has a much bigger layer of polish, and they're actually putting weight behind this as opposed to it being kind of like shovelware, like Peppa Pig the game <laughs> kind of thing. Um, yeah. So hopefully it, it actually is good. I don't know. I don't. I don't want it to be Kevin, bad. But before Rita screams at us, Kevin Conroy is from Batman the Animated Series. Okay, perfect. Yeah, he's voicing Batman in the game. Um, so like, yeah. just the fact that they got all the voice talent tells me that there's like a real budget behind this, and it's not just you know like a, a throwaway attempt at putting a game together. Um, so yeah, I think they'll throw their weight behind this. Especially they're putting like Arya Stark in here. I mean, they're trying to get people that. You know, they're trying to touch different pieces of the fandom to try to get people to play this game. Yes. Yeah, no. I don't know. Maybe it'll be <laughs> exciting. Who knows? <laughs> Rita said, I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling because of Kevin Conroy. <laughs> no, I know. But I was waiting for you to be like, Kevin Conroy? How do you not know who he is? So I looked it up real quick. I'm we'll going to assume that he voices, like, one of the clones or something in Clone Wars. And that's why no, Rita's like, does he not? Really? No, I think she's just excited about Kevin Conroy and his Batman legacy perhaps perhaps let's see television control f star wars no <laughs> control uh, f star wars <laughs> um all right i would not so have that's been surprised, but yes oh anyway. he he was uh, oh he played batman and static shock as well um there's uh yeah okay um reed is going off okay so let's that's it let's jump into the big announcement so Who's excited? How do we do this? I don't know. Do you want to say it? Did I, do I? Do we say it at the same time? I I have an idea here. So if you remember last year, so we like to co-stream events, right? So that's that's exciting and stuff, especially when we're allowed to. Um, no, we're not allowed to. I don't know. Maybe sometimes we try to stream under the radar, whatever. You know, Twitch.tv slash What the Funcast, little baby, new kid on the block, whatever. So that's us. yeah. So if you remember, we've gotten in, well, not invited, but accepted to co-stream certain events. Um, which has been super fun and exciting because we're not only co-streaming, we got assets, we get drops and all that fancy stuff. So um, if you remember last year, we were able to co-stream the Game Awards. Um, and we, that was something that like we applied through. Jeff Keighley posted something on the Game Awards Twitter and everything, so that was fun. So what came out of um, last year, 2020, with the pandemic, 
was there was this forum that they held and um, Logan, friend of the show, uh, who you guys all know of from streaming with us around E3 timeframe and stuff like that. He noticed uh, the Game Awards tweeted out, hey, we're looking for feedback from the fans. Uh, we're looking for people to like pretty much get on Zoom. And this was like amidst the pandemic, right? This was like in the middle of the heat of the pandemic, we'll say. Um, we're looking for people to get on Zoom and just kind of like give us ideas of what you guys think of previous Game Awards and what you see for the future and like this hybrid um, environment that we're moving into in 2020 and then presumably in 2021 as well, where you've got a lot of people that are trying to attend <coughs> there's that big cough oh. that are trying to attend virtually and stuff like that, whatever. So Logan got on and listened in and I don't know, they invited quite a few people. Um, and there's probably, I want to say like maybe 500 people and Logan was one of them that got selected. So it's pretty cool stuff. So he was able to bring a friend at one point in time. So he was able to bring me onto it. Um, and then we listen in, you know, give feedback. It was like on Sundays from like, I don't know, one to two thirty or something like that. Um, so anyway, all that being said, that's all exciting and stuff. The big announcement is that next week we will be at the Game Awards in Los Angeles. In so, live person, in real <laughs> live person. I don't know. I can't. Real live person. Words. So we will be there. We're flying to LA next Wednesday, and we will be at the Game Awards Thursday night with Jeff Keighley himself. Um, so you know we'll be in the crowd. Um, and really, what I was getting at before was that because of the whole Zoom thing. Uh, we actually got invites to come to the Game Awards this year as like being fans and stuff like that, and we were able to bring um, an extra plus one and everything, which is how Ahmed got roped into it. So it was uh, we are going. Me, Logan, and Ahmed are all going to the Game Awards. Um, so it's super exciting, and it's like we're emailing like you, you know you have to be vaccinated and stuff, and it's uh, we've been emailing back and forth with. Uh, the health team at you know with uh, with the game award staff and stuff and they're like oh Jeff is so excited I'm like anyway this is Jeff Keeley and they're like oh Jeff whatever and I'm like oh okay. he knows us oh cool nice like yeah <laughs> um, so it's super exciting we're super excited I, between Ahmed and I we got to figure out how we're going to uh, how we're going to cover it with um, you know just presumably our phones uh, and what we're going to do with that so we uh, yes we will have our what the fun cast yes. gear in tow we'll absolutely uh, be wearing what the fun cast shirts at the show don't you worry yeah. Yeah, so with like a suit jacket and everything, you know. So, um, but yeah, so we we are super excited, and so we that's where we will be next week. So we probably won't have an episode next week, but we will have because it's going to be like literally the chaotic like day before we leave stuff because like we're literally leaving uh, eight a.m. on Wednesday morning. I'm not going to yeah, like <laughs> we're going to be yeah. like packing. Yeah, we'll be uh, 8 a.m. Wednesday morning, and then so Thursday's Game Awards. Friday we're going to Disneyland, and Logan's going to Disneyland Ooh. for the first time in his life. Uh, so that'll be really, really fun. Yes. And then uh, Saturday we'll uh, hang out with my mother-in-law and uh, go to brunch and stuff and see some of our friends that live in California and stuff like that. And then Sunday we fly back home. So quick little trip, literally probably the most spur-of-the-moment trip we've ever booked. It was, yeah. literally was like I don't think I've ever notice maybe. Like on my own dime, I don't think I've ever booked a plane ticket like that soon. <clears throat> like if it was on the company's dime, I'm like, yeah, whatever, it's expensive. The company's paying for it. But like me, I'm like, uh, wait a minute. Yeah. But yeah, we, we like, I mean, we actually, I, I got to say, we played this out pretty well. Like, I feel like it all, like, took shape and, like, fell into place. And, yeah, it's, uh, so we're super excited. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's it's pretty crazy how things worked out. We were like, oh, man, we get to coach you in the Game Awards last year. And that was super exciting. Yeah, we were so hyped uh, about that. <laughs> yeah. Going. And now we're going to be there in person. So, um, I, I got to say, we're, I mean, it was funny. Last week we were like, oh, the Game Awards nominees got, you know, uh, announced or whatever. And, like, okay. of course it's exciting, but I guess yeah. it's a little more exciting this year because we've played most of these games or some of these games, at least more of these games than usual. But, um, 
yeah, so anyway, it's it'll be it'll be really cool. So yeah, the game awards will be on. I believe it's like seven o'clock Eastern time, uh, and then something like that. I, it sounds about yeah. Right. I think we have to be there at like three thirty. I think the pre-show starts at four. This is all Pacific, Pacific time. time. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, it'll be really cool. And like I, I gotta say, like for them, for like Jeff Keeley and and the staff there to like invite people that were on a zoom call providing feedback and stuff like most of us didn't even get to talk it was mainly like maybe 10 or 15 people because it's hard it's like when you go to comic-con it's like does anybody have a question and people are like flying from the shadows of the heavens like (laughs) flying in like trying to get a question in, and then they take like 10 questions and there's like hundreds of people in the audience same deal right so it was cool to listen in and um I mean, what's really cool, though, about the Game Awards, and this has been true for a long time, like, um, Ahmed Logan and I were listening in, Jeff Keighley, like, went into Spaces on Twitter the other night and was like, oh, you know, just checking in, seeing what everybody's doing, How, is everybody excited about the Game Awards or whatever, and, of course, he's like, some of these announcements have been, like, two and a half years in the making, and you're just like, okay, two and a half years, like, that's right before COVID, like, maybe something got delayed or whatever, so, it's, um, it's really exciting. Yeah. Last one that they had was when... Uh, the Xbox Series, no, two of them, I guess it was 2019, where the Xbox Series X was first revealed. You mean the last one uh, in person? <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the last one in person, yep. Yep. So. Uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm Sorry, still I've done like, all the talking. Go ahead, Ahmed, no, speak. you're good. Um, I'm, like, still in disbelief about it, honestly, but... I don't know. It's super exciting. Yes, Carla, we will be wearing our shirts. I'm gonna I'm like thinking about printing out little business cards. And go to FedEx and be like, get them so we can just hand them out to people. Be like, yo, watch our channel. Um, Could you imagine yeah. like walking around and like Twitch that TV What the fuck? <laughs> Subliminal messaging. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we're gonna be able to like if we'll be able to live tweet even or or just like live stream literally on Twitch from our phones. I don't know if that's going to be allowed. Um, so we'll figure all that out and see how we can rope you guys in, uh, if at all possible. Um, well, it'll be live stream, we'll right? And that'll yeah. be the best quality, I think, for anybody to watch. Even better than our phones. And yes, obviously. Despite not being able to see our faces. I mean, yeah. it'll be okay. No, but I mean, from our phones, we could like turn the camera and be like, yo, that's crazy. You can hear our live <laughs> reactions still. <laughs> yo, it's your boy. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, regardless, it'll be a super fun time. I'm sure we'll take tons of pictures and we'll share them all with y'all. Maybe we'll use our Instagram account that we haven't touched in months. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> uh, yes, very, very, very exciting. So now that we're actually going and we actually care about this. So Paul mentioned this like last week we or last episode, we were like, oh, the Game Awards nominees were announced. Let's just talk about like the big hitters. But now that we're going and there's barely any news, maybe we could go through every single nomination category. I mean, why, why don't, don't we, don't why don't we peruse these? There's just so many. I mean, there's a oh, few that no, are like actually, silly. Like, okay. No, there's not. There's not that many. Okay. I can, I can, um, let me see how far I can go without choking again. And then you can pick up from there. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> bottom up like the Oscars do. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's like best mobile game. I mean, uh, you okay. could probably skip like the esports ones. I don't think anyone yeah. here is an esports fan except for Julie. We'll... I don't know if Julie's watching. Yeah, I don't know anything about esports, but the best esports event, the best esports coach, I'm going to say is going to be Blade with the one and the three. <laughs> um, all right, you. best esports team, best esports athlete. Anyway, I don't know any of this shit. Yeah, I don't know any okay. of these people. Okay, here we go. Uh, what? Innovation okay, I... and accessibility. How about there? I think yeah, I was gonna say there's there's content creator of the year, but what the fun cast didn't get nominated, so we're mm, unfortunate. <laughs> All right, uh, okay, so innovation accessibility presented by Chevrolet. Okay, <laughs> um, Far Cry Six, Forza Horizon Five, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, 
uh, and the veil shadow of the crown. So I don't remember what accessibility features most of these games had. I know Forza Horizon 5 has accessibility out the ass. Like, because every time you boot the yeah. game, it's like, press enter to start. Press X for yeah. accessibility options, because, like, for yes. people that are hard of hearing. Um, I was like, how right. do I turn this off? Like, I'm not. Like, I get it when you first boot up the game, but why is it every time I boot it up? Um, but that one, and I'm pretty sure Ratchet & Clank also had, like, really intense uh, accessibility options in terms of, like, visual impairment and stuff. Um, yes. Same with Guardians of the Galaxy. I noticed that as well. And same with Far Cry 6, actually, because I played a little bit of that. Um, but, I, you know, look, I what I'll say on this, and my two cents on this, is I'm glad that this is here, because there was a time that there was no accessibility features in games. So... Yep. I think that that's awesome. Yes. Um, all right. That's that's kind of that. I don't know if we have uh, any one opinion over the other here, but I will say that if I had to guess, I'd say Forza probably has the most because Microsoft is incredibly dedicated to accessibility, like their uh, accessibility controller, Yeah. Um, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. It might be Forza. I think last year it was <clears throat> Last of Us 2, right? Last of Us 2 was really intense with their with their options that they had. Yeah. <clears throat> remember that? Yes. Um, and this one's kind of funny most anticipated game presented by Prime Gaming. Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Hor- uh, <laughs> Hor- Horridden West. <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West. Um, and then my favorite title, sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild um, and Star and Starfield. So I'd say for me, um, it's a tie between Horizon and Breath of the Wild 2. I'd say in terms of games that I know when and where they're coming out, I'd say Horizon because it's coming out in February. Um, and we literally don't know anything about Breath of the Wild sequel yet, so... Yeah. I would say, for me, it's probably Horizon. Like, if I had to pick just one, it's Horizon. Um, but I'm also really excited for Starfield. So, I don't know. I know that I wouldn't play Starfield nearly as much as I probably should, so... Yeah, it's probably gonna... It's another one of those, you know, it's gonna be like a 100-hour game kind of thing. <laughs> or, like, yeah. a game that you can easily stick 100 hours into. Yes, it definitely will be. It's gonna be one of those games. Yeah. Um, it'll definitely be one of those games. And that's so. why I'm starting Ghost of Tsushima now, so I can get that out of the way. <laughs> and then oh my gosh. I can play I, Red I Dead to... and be done. Oh, yeah, okay. RPGs. And then by that time, it'll be uh, it'll be March or May of next year when you're done with Red Dead. So. Exactly, and that's when Starfield will come out. Perfect. <laughs> does Starfield come out next holiday or something? I have no idea, but when it does, I'll be ready. <laughs> I'll be there waiting. Yes. Um, all right, best multiplayer game, Back for Blood, It Takes Two, Knockout City, Monster Hunter Rise, New World, and Valheim. Ugh. We've actually played, surprisingly, look, hey, we've played Valheim, <laughs> yeah. uh, we've played Knockout City, and we played It Takes Two. We did play so, Knockout City, didn't we? Yes, we Wait, did. which one's Knockout City? I, like, vaguely remember. It's the one that's kind of like... Wait, let me make sure I'm not thinking of the wrong game. Hold Are on. you thinking of Rocket Arena? Yeah, I am. Never yeah. mind. We didn't play Knockout City. <laughs> I was like, which one is Knockout um, City? Wait a minute. I was mixed up two of them because I think they both came out and they're both like not great. Maybe I'm wrong. Rock it Arena Takes Two, had, I think, yeah. was hands down probably the best multiplayer experience I've ever had playing a video game. So. Yeah, I don't think any of these other games top it because It Takes Two is so unique. That's my that's my pick for sure. Yeah. Um, best simulation and strategy game: Age of Empires Four, Evil Genius Two, World Domination, Humankind, Inscription, and Microsoft Flight Simulator. I'm gonna say Microsoft Flight Simulator only because it crashed your computer. <laughs> I was gonna, like, if I had to guess, based on my knowledge of literally only two of these games, it's probably gonna be Microsoft Flight Simulator, just because I know how. If you're judging it based on how well it simulates real life, Microsoft Flight Simulator Simulator is up there. 
<laughs> like people can right. literally use it for actual pilot training. So I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a shoe in. I saw some stuff about Evil Genius too, but I don't know what it is. It sounds a like satirical a spy-fi layer builder where you are the criminal mastermind. Construct your base, train your minions, defend your operations from the forces of justice, and achieve global domination. Okay, it's twenty dollars on Steam. If you're looking to waste money on games, you're not going to play. Yeah, that's okay. All right. <laughs> that life uh, behind me. <laughs> best sports and racing game of F one twenty one. Uh, FIFA 22, Forza Horizon 5, Hot Wheels Unleashed, and Riders Republic. Um, I would say this is probably going to go to Forza Horizon 5 because I think a lot of people would agree that it was snubbed from Game of the Year. Yeah. Uh, so. Although, like, it's interesting because while I totally am loving the game, it's not really much different than Forza Horizon 4. Like, it's really just a minor upgrade over 4. Like, it's the same exact engine, same UI, same sound effects. Like, same everything. It's very... Right. It's interesting that it's being so well-loved, which is fine. I mean, I'm enjoying it, but I don't know. Maybe maybe something else will edge out. Like, Hot Wheels Unleashed was kind of like a sleeper hit. Yeah. Like, no one's so expecting that, that, that to be reviewed well. Right, and that was one that kind of came out of left field um, and got a perfect 10. Or not... Did it get a perfect 10? I don't know. It got really good reviews or yeah. really good scores. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was definitely a sleeper hit, too. So, maybe... I think that would probably be more deserving, as much as I hate to say it, yeah. than like Forza Horizon 5, because Forza Horizon, you know it's going to be a good game. Yeah. Hot Wheels Unleashed, you're like, oh, that's shovelware trash. And then suddenly it was really randomly good, and you're like, okay, let's give it the underdog. Uh, not that Hot Wheels necessarily as a brand is underdog, but you know what I mean. Right. In the video game space. Yes, In the video game space, yes. Um, all right. Best family game. It takes two Mario Party Superstars, new Pokemon Snap. Uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury and WarioWare Get It Together. Uh, these kind of all fall... Like, It Takes Two is in a different realm, in my opinion. Yeah, I wouldn't consider like, that a family game, necessarily. Yeah. Like, It had like, kind of adult themes a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, like, a broken family theme. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I would say... I don't know. None of these really stand I, out. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to play Mario Party Superstars yet, but I'd imagine that my my bet would go there. Like, new Pokemon Snap, don't get me wrong, super exciting, you know, shorter game, shallow gameplay. Like, it's it's what we know from Pokemon Snap, which is fine. Super Mario 3D World's a remake. Bowser's Fury was fun, but it was super short. Um, so, uh, it's a, I, mean, I don't know, it's If a you're remake. saying it's a remake, so is Super Mario Party uh, Superstars. That's a remake, too. Right, but more effort went into that because it's like actually visually upscaled and everything. I think Super Mario 3 World, the the controllers are mainly just remapped. I guess, yeah. I don't know, maybe not. But And then WarioWare Get It Together was just too short in general. And it was, yeah, it was that fun. Was kind of disappointing, for being honest, WarioWare, but yeah. whatever. Um, I don't know. Like, if, if not, it takes two, I don't know. But otherwise, it takes two, I think. It's just yeah. my, that's my, my bias is towards that game for any category it's nominated for. We should probably be jotting these down so we can be like, ah, yes, that's what we talked about. But I think we can probably pick them out from uh, from we'll the list here. Yeah, we can just go back to the recording if necessary. Uh, best fighting game, Demon Slayer, the Hinokami Chronicles. Uh, <laughs> like you didn't Gear even try Five. to pronounce the Japanese. No, Kim, Kimetsu, Kimetsu no Yaiba. No Yaba. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive, Melty Blood type Lumina. I don't know about all that. Melty Nickelodeon Blood. Nickelodeon All Star Brawl and Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. That's the one I recognize. Why don't I? Um, I, I mean, even Virtual Fighter Five. I didn't realize that a new one came out this year. Like I haven't heard of any of these. Melty Blood. I want to look that up. I don't like that name. 
Uh, and, and the developers, French Bread and Delight Works. Okay. I love French Bread. Melty Blood. 2D right, visual, visual novel fighting game. What does that even mean? That means it shouldn't win. You mean it's Doki Doki Literature Club, but with fighting. Doki Doki Fighting Club? <laughs> That's what it, I mean, yeah, honestly, looking at these screenshots. <laughs> <laughs> little bit. Um, all right, let's skip that one. I don't think we have an opinion on that. Yeah, uh, no. best role, best role playing game. Here's a joke of the century: Cyberpunk 2077, <laughs> uh, Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shimigami Tensei Five, and Tales of Arise. Um, I know that all these games were reviewed fairly well, with the exception of Cyberpunk, um, because well, of Cyberpunk how it ran. even reviewed well. It was just that it ran poorly. Yeah, um, I know Shimigami Tensei Five is a well received game. Uh, and I know a lot of people are enjoying it. I know Tales of Arise was well-received as well. I feel so. like Justin can provide some valuable input here. Yeah, Justin, Justin have you played Shin Megami Tensei Five? <laughs> All right, well, while Justin's thinking about that. Um, <laughs> best action-adventure game. This is There's a lot of good ones here. Yeah, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Oof. I don't know if Resident Evil Village should be here. That's kind of a weird one, but... Um, I, yeah, whatever. I, can, I would consider it an adventure game based on what I've seen about it. It doesn't look like as much of a survival horror as it is, like, or maybe it is. I don't know. Right. I did I not don't know. It. So I'll find out. I don't know. I, for me, I'd say it's either Ratchet and Clank or Metroid Dread, um, only because both of those games kind of have, I don't know, more nostalgia associated with them. Like Ratchet and Clank, I've played other Ratchet and Clank games. This one was like substantially better with all the new features and stuff like that and all the new gadgets. Yeah. Uh, Metro Dread felt like I was back in my Game Boy Advance days, but playing it on my Switch, new and improved, it felt like literally a fan game. Um, so I, I'd say, I don't know. I think any of those are pretty good, except for, I, I don't know. I, I, I struggle with Resident Evil Village because I don't feel like it is justified on this or the Game of the Year nomination, but that's my opinion. Have you even played it though, or are you just going no. based off it's a horror game? No, I'm going based off of like what I've read about it and stuff like that. Like if I look at Resident Evil Village, it got really well reviewed. Let's see. I'm pretty sure. Let me look it up too. Resident. Let Evil. us. Where the hell is Velagio. Metacritic? Got an eight out of ten on IGN. It's got an 84 percent on Metacritic. I'm like that's that's pretty high. Yes, that is high, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I'm indifferent about mm -hmm. it. It's okay. If it wins... There you go. See, Carla said, after watching gameplays, not Game of the Year worthy. Thank you, Carla. Moving on. Dang. Harsh criticism. Coming what from... would you pick, Ahmed? Sorry, I jumped right over you. Of this list? Um, um, I don't know. I mean, I ha I only... I, I barely played Psychonauts 2, and I installed it, actually. <laughs> like, I started it, and I was like... This is kind of charming, but like it wasn't anywhere near as charming as Ratchet and Clank. So off the bat, Psychonox 2 is out. So it's probably going to be Ratchet and Clank or Metroid Dread. I'd probably agree with you. Although my opinion may change if and when I play Guardians of the Galaxy before the Game Awards, which I probably won't. So we'll see. I did buy it, though. I bought that. I forgot to mention at the beginning of the episode, I bought a bunch of games on Black Friday. Deathloop, Guardians, Resident Evil Village. Basically based off of the fact that we're going to the Game Awards, I was like, maybe I should buy these and play them <laughs> so <laughs> I have an opinion. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's I, I agree with you. Either Ratchet and Clank or Metroid Dread. I don't know about Village necessarily, in this specific category. Yeah. Um. All right. Best action game: Back for Blood, Chivalry Two, Death Loop, uh, Far Cry Six, and Returnal. So I know you've got some experience with Returnal. 
I was asking, what's the difference between best action, best action slash adventure? Why are these two different categories? Listen, they probably tried to space out some of these games. I, like, I just don't know what constitutes an action game versus an adventure game. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't. Returnal is up there. Like, Returnal is a really, really well done game, <laughs> and it's every like I see it trending on Twitter every once in a while, and people are like obsessed with it. Um, but I think Deathloop might take the cake here. Just based on too. how how well received that that has been, right? Um, I would agree with that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about Chivalry Two. Far Cry Six is Far Cry, and Back for Blood is is fine. It's not a bad game, but it's not. I don't think it's award winning necessarily. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I'd say that based on what I know, Deathloop most likely. I know Returnal. There's a lot of people that like it. Uh, there's a lot of people that like Far Cry Six. It's like even saying that they fix a lot of the issues of Far Cry Five. I'm not far enough into that game to weigh in one way or another. Um, but yeah, so okay. See, what Ryan said having an educated opinion. How dare you? You're right. I'm sorry. I know. Yes, Let me just you, be a clown. Should, you should be just a clown. Yes. Well, this is your category. Um, you should be all over this one. This is so best VR AR Hitman Three. I expect you to die too. Lone Echo Two, Resident Evil Four, Sniper Elite VR. So, um, which is funny because so Oculus had a sale. Logan and I were talking about like what to buy. Sniper Elite, I'm pretty sure did not review well because I'm pretty sure we looked at those reviews. Mm. I mean, neither did Nickelodeon Universe, and that's nominated probably for lack of other games to be nominated. <laughs> no, uh, okay, so Sniper Elite VR for whatever reason reviewed like. 68 on PC, but a 76 on PS4, so that's interesting. Hmm. Um, Hitman 3, I know, had a very well-received VR mode on PSVR. I Expect You to Die 2, I just bought this. I played I Expect You to Die 1. I just got I Expect You to Die 2 on Oculus, so I have, to, I have yet to play that. I've heard good things about Lone Echo 2, but I've heard really good things about Resident Evil 4, like to the point that I was going to pay full price, and I'm like, let me play these other games I have first. <laughs> um, that's an Oculus Quest 2 exclusive and it like got really good reviews. I believe iGen gave it a nine, um, but yeah, it, it got really well received. So I'd say that if one's gonna win, it's gonna be either Resident Evil Four or Hitman Three of these uh, batches of uh, games here. Which is so interesting because Resident Evil Four, at the time that it was released, was revolutionary because of the third-person perspective, like as opposed to a fixed-camera perspective, which had been <laughs> the standard. And now it's revolutionary because it's the first-person perspective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, that's a good point. I imagine it's probably much scarier because at least in a third person, like you could see when something's sneaking up behind you, but in first person, when you turn and you see that zombie coming at you, mm-mm. yeah, you gotta like bend down and like pick up like the herbs and stuff. So um, that's too stressful. I'd be yeah. sprinting, just pressing, smashing X, trying to pick stuff up to heal myself while I was being murdered. Right. Ugh. Um. Okay. Best mobile game presented by Verizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fantasian, Genshin Impact. League of Legends Wild Rift, uh, Marvel Future Revolution, and Pokemon Unite. So, obviously, Wait, we've got some... Pokemon Unite is a mobile game? They have it on mobile as well, yep. Oh, okay. So, okay. I've played at least one of download these. that. Shocking. Yeah. Uh, I- I'd say Genshin Impact is probably going to uh, probably gonna win this one, based on the sheer amount of people that are obsessed with that game. Genshin? Yeah. Yeah. My niece would so. literally go upstairs and be like, I'm gonna just go and play Genshin for a little bit, and we'll come downstairs like six hours later, and she's like, Hey guys, it's like, where have you been? <laughs> um, yes, Carla, Resident Evil 4 is with the girl yelling Leon all the time, the president's daughter. She's like, Leon! Shut up. Oh my god, she's so annoying. Um, 
All right, best community support. Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14 Online, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. I will always stand behind Fortnite having the best community support uh, with their various events that they've done. I think Apex is up there, though. I think Apex, like, they do... I mean, I haven't really been following, but I do remember hearing that, like, people were upset that they weren't getting, like, significant community updates, but, like, the community manager... Someone came out from Apex, like, dev team from Respawn, saying, like... Uh, we put a lot of effort into each release to make sure it's high quality. We don't want to really release things that are silly. It was kind of like a jab at Overwatch, um, but it was, or a jab at Fortnite, I guess. Sorry, not Overwatch. Um, but I don't know. I, I think Apex has a solid chance here. I don't know about Destiny Two or uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen, but mm. yeah, uh, fourteen. But yeah, no, I 14. don't know either. Sorry, I can't count. <laughs> I don't know either. Um... I don't know. I, I'd agree with Apex because Apex has come a long way as well. So is No Man's yeah. Sky. So is Destiny to some extent. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that what Fortnite has done, like they're doing another event where I think they're like closing out Chapter 2 now and starting Chapter 3. Yeah. And that I think is on like December 6th or something or 4th. I don't know. I got to look. Um, but that's another one that, uh, you know, that's going to like rock the Fortnite verse, right? And, <laughs> you know, rock the um, Fortnite verse. <laughs> Hate so that. this yeah. is this is interesting. This next one, it's games for impact. Hold on. Bless you. Excuse I think. me. Yes, Thank you. Sneeze. Yes. Discord like, sneeze. noise canceled it. So games for impact is for games that are quote, and this comes from CBR.com. Games that are quote thought provoking and have a quote pro social meaning or message. So unlike other categories that focus on innovation and technical advancement, the Games for Impact Award shines a spotlight on games that explore important issues and share powerful messages with their players. So this is interesting. So in this category, Before Your Eyes, Boyfriend Dungeon, Chicory, Life is Strange True Colors, No Longer Home. Oh, that's another developer on the on the next line. Yeah. And No Longer Home. Um, so I have not played any of these games. However, I played Boyfriend Dungeon I, and I didn't notice any meaning <laughs> or impact. Yeah. But I also didn't get very far in it. Yeah, so I um I did not play any of these, but I bought Life is Strange True Colors. And if, Chicory is on my wish list of games to play. What is Chicory? Chicory if you if you looked at what it looks like, you'll recognize it. It's that game that like it's all like white, and then like it colors in as you move or something like that. Oh, is it, it from was... the same developer as? Um... Oh my god, what was that game? I played it on stream. There was a game where like the world was. No, it's not the same developer. Never mind. It's not the same art style at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I do recognize this. Yeah, Seeing this so at some I, point. I, I'm pretty sure that's the game they're talking about because I think it's yes. actually called like, it's actually called Chicory. A colorful tale. A colorful tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to add this to my wish list real quick. I'm mad that neither Kena, Bridge of Spirits, nor this game went on sale on Black Friday. Kena was literally just 10% off, and I was like, that's okay. I'm not... Like, I'll, oh, I'll it wait. was 10% off? I didn't on, see that. On PC, not on... No. Oh, on PC. Anyways, yeah. rest in PC. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... All right, I'll add those to, uh, to my wish list later. Okay, uh, best performance. Erica Mori as Alex Chen in Life is Strange True Colors. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito as Anton Castillo uh, from Far Cry 6. Uh, Jason E. Kelly as Colt Vaughn for Deathloop. Maggie Robertson as Lady Dimitri... Oh, man. <laughs> Dimitrescu. Dimitrescu, thank you. Yes. In Resident Evil Village. Uh, or... Ooh. 
Ozioma Akaga <laughs> yes. there you go. as Juliana Blake uh, for Deathloop. So what I will say, in the little bit of time that I played Deathloop, the character acting is very good. Um, Giancarlo Esposito, I played a little bit of Far Cry as well. Um, I thought he was very good as well, but I think you can put him anywhere and he'd be very good. Yeah. Um, haven't played Resident Evil, haven't played Life is Strange. I mean, I know Lady D was very just... Oh, Dimitrescu? <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Um, I know Lady D is ha- uh, has been very popular, but I don't know if it's necessarily for the performance or just the fact that she's like a nine-foot-tall woman. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not for the performance. <laughs> Who knows? Um, however, if Giancarlo Esposito wins this award and comes out and accepts it, Sayonara. He might be there regardless. He probably will be there regardless. All right, let me contain my incitement. Um, <laughs> all right, best audio design, Deathloop, Forza Horizon 5, Ration Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, and Returnal. Um, Ooh, I honestly, having played three of these, I'd say Returnal. Returnal has really, really good sound design. Like, I was playing it, and my roommate was sitting next to me, and he even noticed. He's like, the sound design in this game is excellent. Um, yeah, I don't know. Ratchet & Clank, the audio design that I think of is like the raindrop sitting in my controller. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But I can't think of like audio necessarily. In Forza Horizon 5, it's just cars. I don't know. I guess the car engine sounds are accurate. I, I, I was going to say, like Forza Horizon, like the cars, the car sounds are accurate. Um, but then it's also like, I don't know, like the radio's on. I don't know. It's yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Like it's not, it I would say, it's not game changing. Whereas Returnal is like, I don't know. I guess I'm assuming that Ratchet and Clank and Returnal both utilize 3D audio because they're both first-party PS5 games. So right. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I don't know either. I think that um, if you're saying Returnal's good, then I'm cool with that. I think Ratchet and Clank was was good with some of this stuff, like especially like some of the sounds coming out of the controller. Now, does that warrant best audio design? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> um, Just- nice, Justin. Thanks for breaking it down for us. <laughs> I don't know. We haven't uh, played the game. Best score and music, Cyberpunk 2077, Deathloop, Near Replicant, version 1.22474487139, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and The Artful Escape. The Artful Escape is another one. I have heard The Artful Escape is phenomenal. Um, Mm. Let me write these games down real quick. I'm slacking here. Not like I'm going to ever play them. I'm really wondering for for Near Replicant version 1. whatever. Did they? Do you think there's actual meaning behind those numbers, or do they just like key smash and figure out? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Question for the audience. Um, I know it's a prequel, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. I remember watching my old roommate play it, play the near games, and was or near Automata, um, and was very into him. And he's like, "Yeah, you have to play, beat this game three times because like the first time you play as one character, nope, the second time you play as another right character, there, and then the right third there. time you play as the villain, and it's like what." No, that that sounds fun, but that is nope, not for me. Because it's, um, it's I'm going to say that the, the artful escape is like three acts. But anyway, yeah, I I hear you, I hear you with my ears. But there's so many <laughs> other games that are like amazing that I still haven't played. Yes. That anyway. Yes. Yes, you know the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard the artful escape is incredible, so I'd imagine maybe based on what I heard or what I've heard on podcasts that it'll win. Um, what I will say about Gardens of the Galaxy is that they secured a shitload of licensed music for that game, just like the movies. And it is like very well done to the point that you're like, wow, I feel like I'm literally in the movie. Um, yeah. But yeah, so. Cyberpunk did have good music as well. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm for sure the 30 it did. hours that I played of it, 
um, it was interesting. So. I forgot you played 30 hours of that game. Well, I, that's the counter on Steam. I don't believe that that's actually it, because I feel like mm. half the time I was spent was just, like, idling, benchmarking. Yeah, whatever. I don't believe that either. Yeah. Um, all right. Best art direction. Deathloop, Kena Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, and The Artful Escape. I'm going to say Kena, because I think that Kena looks beautiful, and it looks like a Pixar game. Yeah. Um... Actually, I don't know. Maybe Psychonauts 2 here, honestly. Psychonauts 2 had really creative level design for the parts that I played of it. And, like, the art style is very unique. Mm, that's true. Um, the art style is very unique, but the art style is not new. Yeah. It's from Psychonauts 1. Yeah. But I don't know. But I, I could see either winning. I'm sitting here like, oh, these are these are great candidates. Any one of them can win. That's fine. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay. Best narrative. Deathloop. Takes two, Life is Strange, True Colors, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts 2. Seeing as we've only beat It Takes Two, I'm going to say It Takes Two. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's fair. I well, I will say, without spoiling the game, It Takes Two hit me in a way that no other game has hit me because growing up having parents that did divorce, I was always like, someone needs to like make like write a book or like a movie or... Like some sort of experience to experience what it's like going through that with your parents, because mm. it like there's so many emotions that happen that like not that it sets it up for like a perfect game or a perfect digestible form of media, but it does, um, and that I think is like exactly what it takes to did. Yeah, I mean, and just the script was incredible. Like the I don't know, it never like it always felt real. It didn't feel cheesy or silly. Like it was, I mean, it was kind of silly, but in a good way like it it was really well done i liked it a lot it was silly um, at the main character's expense which was why it was like entertaining yes um but just based off of what i've heard deathloop might also be uh a top pick here in terms of narrative but i haven't yeah i, I mean i've it. i've i i've also read like psychonauts 2 has an incredible story yeah. um and like a, i think it focuses on mental illness maybe um yes. so i would i yeah. wouldn't be surprised if that you know i there, i think there's a reason why all these are, are, are nominated because they're all solid candidates yes right? so yep not to be captain obvious or anything but um <laughs> all right we're down to the final five our short episode is now an hour and one minute uh best debut indie kina bridge of spirits sable the artful escape the forgotten city and valheim i'm pissed that i really haven't played any of these um, except for Valheim, which we didn't like because we're bad at crafting games. I forgot. That, I feel like you mentioned Sable at one point, like that you'd played it, but maybe I'm just hallucinating. No, I don't think so. I'm looking. It's like a, it has a really interesting art style. I'm actually surprised it didn't get nominated for art direction. Um, here we go. Nuge is going to sit here and say how great Valheim is. <laughs> we literally tried it on stream and we're like, cool. Okay. Let's uninstall this. <laughs> Cause we had, well, it was like. We had a two-hour time limit before you could return it on Steam, and I was like, "Yeah, no, this is not for me." Is it? Is it so good? I'm glad. I'm happy for you. Um, <laughs> Sable has like a really interesting kind of like 2D uh, art style, but it's like 3D, like 2D in a 3D world. I don't know how to describe it, but it right, I'll add that to my list as well. Yeah, Sable, and then what was the other one I just thought of? Uh, Shit! Oh, Death's Door. That's not nominated, but that was one that I wanted to try, and that just came out on Switch too. That one is on Game Pass. I'm pretty sure because I have it installed. I just haven't played it yet, or maybe I'm lying. De 
No, I'm Death thinking Store? of. Sorry, no, I'm thinking of something different. No, you're right. Mm. Death Store is on my Steam wish list. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Thanks for nothing. Um, yeah. So I don't know which one would be good here, but um, I, I based on the popularity, Valheim will likely win. Maybe and because Nuge will probably cry if it doesn't. Maybe. Um, oh, here we go. Best indie. Twelve minutes. You played that. Yikes. Death Store. We just talked about that. Uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits, Inscription, and Loop Hero. I've heard of Loop Hero. Uh, sorry. Okay, really quick. The Game Pass thing. I wasn't going crazy. It wasn't Death Store. Sable's on Game Pass. So if you want to try it, it is there. Oh, yes. Nice. That's where I've heard of it. Okay. That's what I was like. Why does it sound so familiar? Sable's on Game Pass. Twelve minutes is garbage, and I hope it doesn't win. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so <laughs> mad at that game. I ugh. let me let me just read you the uh, description for in- Inscription. Inscription is a 2021 horror deck building video game absolutely not developed by daniel mullins games and published by devolver digital the game is set in a cabin where the player tries to escape by beating a demonic force in a card game that has paul kanye wants nothing to do with this written all over it once you down left right and center literally once you said deck building i was like absolutely not that's that is right where it lost me too (laughs) no Uh, like um the way this demon looks it looks like the moon in majora's mask stop he does let him live (laughs) Let me look up Loop Hero. I feel like Loop Hero is like the DJ game. Like, uh, right? Am I hallucinating? Nope. Nope. Oh, here we go. Ready? Loop Hero is a 2021 endless RPG developed by Russian studio Four oh, Quarter. Oh, never mind. <laughs> endless <laughs> Already RPG. has no Oliver. And published by Devolver Digital. Uh, the game takes place in a randomly generated world where the players change the world by placing cards instead of directly controlling a character. Why did I? Think What's up this with this? The DJ game. <laughs> this that? card shit needs to stop. What's the DJ game called? You know DJ what I'm Hero? talking about? Oh, was it oh, DJ oh, oh, no! It's called. Uh, uh, you're thinking of no. Wait, hold on. It's like the one where you can like oh mash up some different songs or whatever. Wait, 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 wait! It's on the tip of my tongue. Shit! What is it? It's uh, made by Harmonix. DJ game, Mixmaster? No. No. Uh. Not not Drop Mix. What the hell is it called? DJ game 2020. <laughs> I don't know. When did it come out? Oh, Fuser. 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 That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. So I'd say here, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, th- you don't want, uh, you don't want 12 minutes to win. No. Loop here and inscription aren't for us. So we don't want them to win either. So it's Kena it, or Death Store. Perfect. Kena or Death Store. I think I've heard really good things about Death Store. Actually. Um, my friend Kathy, uh, texted me and she was like, I saw Death Store was on your Steam wish list and I, uh, decided to buy it myself and I'm really enjoying it. I've been obsessed with it. So I think that it's as good a review as any. <laughs> Yeah, so Death Store, um, interestingly enough, it just came out for PC... No, it came out for PlayStation and Switch a week ago. Um, and it's been out on... Oh, it's got reviews out on Switch. I'm actually see if it's on sale on Steam. Maybe is the it's, Steam sale over already? I think it it's is. not on sale on Xbox because I've been watching. Maybe I'll buy it on uh, Switch. It looks like it actually runs well. Excellent yeah, combat it's like system. A, it's a, uh isometric type game it looks interesting yeah this is a good switch game yes um okay best ongoing game apex legends call of duty warzone final fantasy 14 fortnite and genshin impact i'd say same same thought process here uh yeah it's kind of like the same exact category as before the best community support i don't know it seems similar and this next one is also interesting best game direction death loop it takes two returnal psychonauts 2 and ratchet and clank rift apart um, I gotta no, I say, don't know. it's either gonna be Deathloop or it takes two. Because when I think direction, I think like 
the actual flow of gameplay and like I don't know right the story from start to finish kind of thing I think it takes two was really really well done but I've also heard equally good things about Deathloop's story and narrative and whatnot um yeah good night Nuge oh night he Nuge. said don't forget don't forget that Valheim is great and Avatar is a bad movie you're right at least with one thing I was gonna say you're right and you're wrong but yes <laughs> um I don't know like Ratchet and Clank had a good had I don't I don't know I don't I wouldn't think that or I wouldn't say that their game direction was excellent but it kind of was i don't know the cutscenes did play out well like the story yeah, was genuinely pretty good returnal i still have no idea what's happening in that game so i can't <laughs> say yes or no so the direction's great you're just lost <laughs> maybe i mean it had a pretty right. interesting twist that's the part i got to i won't say anything i but. think the bottom line here is we have no idea yeah i don't know but it takes two it takes two is good it takes two is um, really like game of the year for me which speaking yeah. of which let's go to the game of the year category <laughs> game of the year the final category, uh, Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Um, I think we already talked with Carla here, and she would say that Resident Evil Village is not worthy. Um, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart was really good. Psychonauts 2 apparently is really good. Metroid Dread was really good. It Takes Two was really good. And Deathloop is very well received as well. So for me, it's It Takes Two, even over Metroid Dread. I love Metroid Dread, but It Takes Two is phenomenal. Yeah, unless I pay Death play Deathloop and I'm like, you know, blown away by it. Um, of all these, of which I've played all of them except for Resident Evil and Deathloop, uh, I would say it takes two as well. Right. Yeah. Like cool. Ratchet so Clank takes is really two, up there, but it takes two is. It takes two is like a new idea, and it's like a different direction that I don't think I've ever played a game like that of. Yeah. And it's just like an an and 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 yes sort of game. Yeah. And. Um, <laughs> To fun fact regarding the game awards in general, um, the guy that did the infamous uh, at the previous game awards um, was saying like "fuck the Oscars" or whatever live, and Jeff Keighley was like "uh ha ha," and he was like "oh wait, can I not curse?" And Jeff was like "I guess you can." Um, he is the developer behind It Takes Two, so if it wins Game of the Year, it'll be a kind of a full circle moment for that man. He also developed A Way Out, which is a game that me and Paul started and never finished. One day, maybe we'll do it. <laughs> Maybe, maybe one day, perhaps. Yes, um, but yeah, I that game was truly one of the best or most fun I've had playing something. Yeah, that was that was a lot of I fun. Know, it was good. It was really and our good. first, our first and last game that we ever beat on stream. <laughs> one day, one so day we'll play Surgeon Simulator again. <laughs> that was like <laughs> the best stream we ever had. Surgeon Simulator. That was so that wild. was. We played so damn late. It really was, uh, but. You played um, a super fun indie game the other day, and I want to recommend it. It's called Ape Out. Oh, yeah, Ape Out was on yes. Game Pass. I tried it for the solid hour, and I couldn't get past like the first 10 seconds of the level, so I was like, I can't do this. I, I played that on PC for a while, and it's fun. I, I liked it a lot. It's it's like a mindless game. You go. It's it's very similar to... Um, and I'm mad you still haven't played this goddamn game. Hotline Miami, where you have to like plan out your moves and... like. Shooting, I don't know. I got a, I got a kick out of that stuff. So maybe you would like Ghost Runner then, because like, Ape Out gave me Ghost Runner vibes in a different sense, like where you have to plan out exactly where you're gonna go, or else you're gonna die immediately, kind of thing. Like it's a one hit death. Um, yeah, I bought it. It was like so. eleven dollars or something. So I bought it on um, what? On uh, Xbox. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. Because I remember it came out for Switch. I'm like, I don't think that game's gonna run well on Switch. Like you need to have like truly like split no. second reaction times like it is really difficult um yeah but 
Interesting. Stuff. Yeah, no, I uh, I'm looking at Death Store, and Death Store does look really interesting. I want to play this game. Yeah, I actually I was looking at my Steam library, and the reason that I didn't get notified that it was on sale was because I bought it. <laughs> oh, you did buy Death Store. Yeah. Oh, um, how much was it? It's currently fifteen bucks on Steam. Ugh, I think I bought it for fifteen Switch. bucks. Like I bought it when it or went on sale a while ago, I guess, because I had bought it before Black Friday. The minute I buy this game on Switch, it's going to be like twenty percent off, and I'm going to be very happy. <laughs> perfect literally so okay hold on i know we're wrapped up here so um i'm looking through like the oculus sale or whatever on uh on oculus and i'm like looking and i'm like damn it like i just bought this game I'm like damn it i just bought that game um and i literally was pissed off enough that i went back to all my receipts to see how much cheaper they were thankfully it ended up being like ten dollars total across all the games that i bought so it wasn't like yeah. or fifteen dollars maybe but i'll tell you there is no worse feeling than buying a game and then it goes on sale like the next day God, that pisses me off. That's me with sweaters that I bought on Black Friday, and I really debated rebuying them, but they didn't have my size anymore. But I bought like two sweaters from American Eagle that were thirty-five when I bought them, and then they were thirty like two days later. And I'm like, cool, 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 thank you. No, love that. Yeah, it's fine. I it's did fine. that once, and then I forgot to return the ones that were not on sale, <laughs> and uh, ended up donating them. So that was fun. That's fine. Good for the people that got the donation. Right. Right. So. Uh. All right, we are an hour and 11 minutes in. Thank you all for sticking around yes. and listening to us and uh, going through all the Game Awards nominees. Like we said, we will be there next week. Next Wednesday, we touch down in Los Angeles, uh, Los Angeles, and uh, we will be there. We will be there live with uh, lots of talent and lots of cool people. Uh, we're hoping that we meet some, I don't know, fancy people like Phil Spencer would be cool, super cool to meet. Um, so we'll see. We'll kind of see what happens. And yeah. And take it from there, and then Try like to... Ahmed said, we'll figure out what we're gonna do, even if it's just like pre and post show type stuff. Yeah, um, if anything, we might Instagram. do like a, a pre show pre show stream like from our phones on on here on Twitch. Um, yeah, but uh, once the show starts, it'll probably be better to just watch the official streams. <laughs> yeah, it de- it definitely but, will be. As much as we would love to sit there and be like, "Yo, it's your boy Ahmed." Yeah. Well, my um, battery runs out in like two seconds. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And we don't want to be those people in the crowd. We got to, like, act like we blend in, you know? Yes, exactly. I mean... Oh, yes, the art direction. Yes, (laughs) yes. yes. Oh, yeah, see. They haven't announced a dress code. You were saying, like, wear a blazer over the shirt, and I was like, wait, is there a dress code? Do we have to dress fancy? Is this going to be, like, red carpet? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. I I keep telling my coworkers when I'm like, oh, I'm going to be out next week. It's like, I'm going to the Game Awards. like the Oscars for video games. I'm like, wow, the Oscars. (laughs) Uh, But, like... I know the Oscars. I've heard of them (laughs) once. Exactly. But that's kind of what it is. So I'm like, wait, this is going to be a fancy event? I guess we'll see. I guess we'll report we will with all the hot insider details on the next episode, which I assume won't be next week, obviously. Um, but when we come back. Yes, when we come back. Yes. And if you haven't joined our Discord, join our Discord. We can, we'll can we post pictures and, and videos and whatnot uh, in there. We'll probably make like a channel just for Game Awards. Yeah, I was going to say, we could definitely do like a channel just for the Game Awards. So, and there's going to be a lot of announcements too, right? Like That's the other thing. Game Awards... It's not only about the awards, but there's announcements that happen at the Game Awards. Yes. So yep. some of like the heavier rumors right now are like a new Bioshock and some other some other things. So super exciting stuff. Yes. So be sure to join our Discord. It's uh, discord.whatthefuncast.com, which I'm actually double-checking to make sure that that works. And I'm not giving you guys a fake link. Discord.whatthefuncast.com does indeed work. Perfect. So yes, join Perfect. our Discord there. Um, follow our socials, all that fun stuff, and obviously tune in to our Twitch. We'll probably go live at some point while we are in LA being clowns. Um, but that is it for episode 131 of What the Funcast. Thank you all for sticking around. Thanks for your support. 
we're so happy to be here and be able to say that we're going to the Game Awards live. Very, very exciting. Um, yes. And we will catch y'all later. Spawn Ahmed, signing off. Peace!